O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1-1 in Hebrew, there is an olive tov right smack dab in the middle of that verse. Truly, Yeshua, the Alpha and Omega, the olive and tov, is there in the beginning and the end. So, if you were reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across olive tov, this is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, this is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Re, and it means, See. Deuteronomy 12, 11-32 When you cross the Jordan and settle in the land that Hashem your God is allotting to you, and He grants you safety from all your enemies around you, and you live in security, then... You must bring everything that I command you to the site where Hashem your God will choose to establish His name, your burnt offerings and other sacrifices, your tithes and contributions, and all the choice votive offerings that you vow to Hashem. And you shall rejoice before Hashem your God with your sons and daughters and with your male and female slaves, along with the Levite in your settlements, for he has no territorial allotment among you. Take care not to sacrifice your burnt offerings in any place you like, but only in the place that Hashem will choose in one of your tribal territories. There you shall sacrifice your burnt offerings, and there you shall observe all that I enjoin upon you. But whenever you desire, you may slaughter and eat any meat in any of your settlements according to the blessing that Hashem your God has granted you. The unclean and the clean alike may partake of it, as of the gazelle and the deer. But you must not partake of the blood, 
you shall pour it on the ground like water. You may not partake in your settlements of the tithes of your new grain or wine or oil, or of the firstlings of your herds and flocks, or of any of the votive offerings that you vow, or of your free will offerings, or of your contributions. These you must consume before Hashem your God in the place that Hashem your God will choose, you and your sons and your daughters, your male and female slaves, and the Levite in your settlements, happy before Hashem your God in all your undertakings. Be sure not to neglect the Levite as long as you live in your land. When Hashem enlarges your territory, as He has promised you, and you say, I shall eat some meat, for you have the urge to eat meat. You may eat meat whenever you wish. If the place where Hashem has chosen to establish His name is too far from you, you may slaughter any of the cattle or sheep that Hashem gives you, as I have instructed you, and you may eat to your heart's content in your settlements. Eat it, however, as the gazelle and the deer are eaten. The unclean may eat it together with the clean. But make sure that you do not partake of the blood, for the blood is the life, and you must not consume the life with the flesh. You must not partake of it. You must pour it out on the ground like water. You must not partake of it in order that it may go well with you and with your descendants to come, for you will be doing what is right in the sight of Hashem. But such sacred and votive donations as you may have shall be taken by you to the site that Hashem will choose. You shall offer your burnt offerings, both the flesh and the blood, on the altar of Hashem, your God. And of your other sacrifices the blood shall be poured out on the altar of Hashem, your God, and you shall eat the flesh. Be careful to heed all these commandments that I enjoin upon you. Thus it will go well with you and with your descendants after you forever, for you will be doing what is good and right in the sight of Hashem your God. When Hashem your God has cut down before you the nations that you are about to enter and dispossess, and you have dispossessed them and settled in their land, beware of being lured into their ways after they have been wiped out before you. Do not inquire about their gods, saying, How did these nations worship their gods? I too will follow those practices. You shall not act thus toward Hashem your God, for they perform for their gods every abhorrent act that Hashem detests. They even offer up their sons and daughters in fire to their gods. Second Chronicles 32, 1-33.13 After these faithful deeds, King Sennacherib of Assyria invaded Yehuda and encamped against its fortified towns with the aim of taking them over. When Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come, intent on making war against Jerusalem, he consulted with his officers and warriors about stopping the flow of the springs outside the city, and they supported him. A large force was assembled to stop up all the springs and the wadi that flowed through the land, for otherwise they thought the king of Assyria would come and find water in abundance. He acted with vigor, rebuilding the whole breached wall, raising towers on it, and building another wall outside it. He fortified the millow of the city of David, and made a great quantity of arms and shields. He appointed battle officers 
over the people. Then, gathering them to him in the square of the city gate, he rallied them, saying, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be frightened or dismayed by the king of Assyria or by the horde that is with him, for we have more with us than he has with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is Hashem our God, to help us and to fight our battles. The people were encouraged by the speech of King Hezekiah of Yehuda. Afterward, King Sennacherib of Assyria sent his officers to Jerusalem, he and all his staff being at Lachish, with this message to King Hezekiah of Yehuda and to all the people of Yehuda who were in Jerusalem. Thus says King Sennacherib of Assyria, On what do you trust to enable you to endure a siege in Jerusalem? Hezekiah is seducing you to a death of hunger and thirst, saying, Hashem our God will save us from the king of Assyria. But is not Hezekiah the one who removed his shrines and his altars, and commanded the people of Yehuda and Jerusalem, saying, Before this one altar you shall prostrate yourselves, and upon it make your burnt offerings. Surely you know what I and my fathers have done to the peoples of the lands? Were the gods of the nations of the lands able to save their lands from me? Which of all the gods of any of those nations whom my fathers destroyed was able to save his people from me, that your God should be able to save you from me? Now then, do not let Hezekiah delude you. Do not let him seduce you in in this way. Do not believe him, for no god of any nation or kingdom has been able to save his people from me or from my fathers, much less your god, to save you from me. His officers said still more things against Hashem and against his servant Hezekiah. He also wrote letters reviling the God of Israel, saying of him, Just as the gods of the other nations of the earth did not save their people from me, so the God of Hezekiah will not save his people from me. They called loudly in the language of Yehuda to the people of Jerusalem who were on the wall to frighten them into panic so as to capture the city. They spoke of the God of Jerusalem as though he were like the gods of the other peoples of the earth made by human hands. Then King Hezekiah and the Navi Yeshiyahu, son of Amatz, prayed about this and cried out to heaven. Hashem sent an angel who annihilated every mighty warrior, commander, and officer in the army of the king of Assyria, and he returned in disgrace to his land. He entered the house of his god, and there some of his own offspring struck him down by the sword. Thus Hashem delivered Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from King Sennacherib of Assyria, and from everyone he provided for them on all sides. Many brought tribute to Hashem to Jerusalem and gifts to King Hezekiah of Yehuda. Thereafter he was exalted in the eyes of all the nations. At that time Hezekiah fell deathly sick. He prayed to Hashem, who responded to him and gave him a sign. Hezekiah made no return for what had been bestowed upon him, for he grew arrogant. So wrath was decreed for him and for Yehuda and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah humbled himself, where he had been arrogant, he and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and no wrath of Hashem came on them during the reign of Hezekiah. 
Hezekiah enjoyed riches and glory in abundance. He filled treasuries with silver and gold, precious stones, spices, shields, and all lovely objects, and store cities with the produce of grain, wine, and oil, and stalls for all kinds of beasts, and flocks for sheepfolds. And he acquired towns and flocks of small and large cattle in great number, for Hashem endowed him with very many possessions. It was Hezekiah who stopped up the spring of water of Upper Gihon, leading it downward west of the city of David. Hezekiah prospered in all that he did. So too, in the matter of the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon, who were sent to him to inquire about the sign that was in the land, when Hashem forsook him in order to test him, to learn all that was in his mind. The other events of Hezekiah's reign and his faithful acts are recorded in the visions of the Navi Yeshayahu, son of Amos, and in the book of the kings of Yehudah and Israel. Hezekiah slept with his fathers and was buried on the upper part of the tombs of the sons of David. When he died, all the people of Yehudah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem accorded him much honor. Manasseh his son succeeded him. Manasseh was twelve years old when he became king, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. He did what was displeasing to Hashem, following the abhorrent practices of the nations that Hashem had dispossessed before the Israelites. He rebuilt the shrines that his father Hezekiah had demolished. He erected altars for the Baals and made sacred posts. He bowed down to all the host of heaven and worshipped them. And he built altars to them in the house of Hashem, of which Hashem had said, My name will be in Jerusalem forever. He built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the house of Hashem. He consigned his sons to the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, and he practiced soothsaying, divination, and sorcery, and consulted ghosts and familiar spirits. He did much that was displeasing to Hashem in order to vex him. He placed a sculptured image that he made in the house of Hashem, of which Hashem had said to David and to his son Solomon, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I chose out of all the tribes of Israel, I will establish my name forever. And I will never again remove the feet of Israel from the land that I assigned to their fathers, if only they observe faithfully all that I have commanded them, all the teaching and the laws and the rules given by Moses. Manasseh led Yehuda and the inhabitants of Jerusalem astray into evil greater than that done by the nations that Hashem had destroyed before the Israelites. Hashem spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they would not pay heed. So Hashem brought against them the officers of the army of the king of Assyria, who took Manasseh captive in manacles, bound him in fetters, and led him off to Babylon. In his distress, he entreated Hashem his God and humbled himself greatly before the God of his fathers. He prayed to him, and he granted his prayer, heard his plea, and returned him to Jerusalem to his kingdom. Then Manasseh knew that Hashem alone was Hashem.
Romans 15.23-16.9 But now, having no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come to you, whensoever I, Paul, take my journey into Spain, I will come to you, for I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way thitherward by you, if first I be somewhat filled with your company. But now I go to Jerusalem to minister to the saints, for it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It has pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in carnal things. When therefore I have performed this, and have sealed to them this fruit, I will come by you into Spain. And I am sure that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Yeshua. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Yeshua's sake, and for the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. I commend to you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church which is at Sancria, that you receive her in the Lord as become saints, and that you assist her in whatsoever business she has need of. For she has been a succour of many, and of myself also. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my helpers in Yeshua, who have for my life laid down their own necks, unto whom not only I give thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. Likewise, greet the church that is in their house. Salute my well-beloved Eponidas, who is the firstfruits of Achaia unto Christ. Greet Mary, who bestowed much labor on us. Salute Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners, who are of note among the apostles, who also were in Yeshua before me. Psalm 25, 16-22 Turn unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. O bring me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain, and forgive all my sins. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. O keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Proverbs 20:16-18 Take his garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge of him for a strange woman bread of deceit is sweet to a man but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel every purpose is established by counsel and with good advice make war Please enjoy this beautiful worship song First Love by James Block. 
Yevrekka Adonai Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 